This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. What are you going to plant next spring? I asked my partner in our crop insurance company what he was going to plant. He had been all corn on corn for a while and said that he would be 100% soybeans next year. It wasn't the price of nitrogen fertilizer, but the rootworm pressure he has been experiencing that flipped his cropping plan. Rootworm genetics is not holding up. Rootworms have to ingest some root to take in enough toxin to die, and there are so many rootworms that the plant is damaged by the feeding before they die. There is reportedly better rootworm genetics coming in another couple of years. Corn-on-corn gets no benefit of carryover nitrogen and yields less than corn in rotation. Corn in rotation also handles drought and stress better. Soybeans following multi-year corn typically see a yield bonus of 10%, plus they fix nitrogen for the corn the following year, reducing the need for commercial fertilizer. Moving from corn-on-corn to soybeans and then rotating back to corn is an opportunity to circumvent some of the obstacles in the current environment. I started the transition from 100% corn-on-corn toward rotation last year. It will be in full rotation this year. 2021 is the last year for a while for any corn-on-corn for me. I had an 80 in corn last season that was rotated from soybeans and it out-yielded the corn-on-corn. I'm still planting some corn in 2022, but on ground rotated from soybeans. I expect to get that soybean yield bonus and fix nitrogen for 2023. I also trade corn stocks for manure, so fertilizer prices or availability are not as much an issue to me. I had heavily manured for several years, so our soil fertility is very high. We buy our commercial fertilizer when the local supplier does, with everything priced and paid for before the end of the year for the oncoming season. I had a few tons of nitrogen left over from the prior season that they priced back at a higher price than I paid a year ago. A lot of fertilizer was put down here this fall. Livestock producers grow most of the corn-on-corn for feed needs, but even they would benefit from some rotation. There are 20 million acres of corn-on-corn. Corn Corn rotation may still beat soybeans despite higher costs, but corn-on-corn doesn't. A shift of 10% from corn-on-corn to soybeans is 2 million acres less corn. That is not what many are thinking, believing that price differentials will still favor more corn acres. They thought that last year, too, and their models were wrong. I've been long 2022 December corn and will hold long until they get those acres bought. There is no residual idle acreage to bring into production. In fact, they are adding to CRP. I think that all balance sheets are tight enough that all crops would like more acres and none want to surrender any to a different crop, so there may be a real food fight for acres between all crops early next year. I have been told that given the current price picture that the two crops that are going to see acreage increase are milo and spring wheat, milo in Kansas and spring wheat in North Dakota. We are told that some who have never planted milo in Kansas will grow all milo this year, Export demand and basis levels for milo are phenomenal. Near $10 a bushel spring wheat is self-explanatory. They have made our markets here, not on the Chicago border trade, by the local basis. Last year I sold cash corn $1.15 a bushel above Chicago. The local ethanol plant is currently officially posting $0.20 over Chicago border trade, but has offered more than that to customers that they think will sell corn. 
Our local soybean basis for the processor is 25 cents, which is historically good too. Cash markets are outperforming Chicago border trade prices, so the speculators are less bullish than the commercial market. At a major top, I would expect to see the opposite. I do not expect basis to weaken much. We still hold 60% of 2021 corn and soybean production. Much is being made of higher production costs in 2022. Four companies control the fertilizer supply, just like four major beef packers control kill capacity. I do not think that is a coincidence. I believe that they have too much influence on prices. These are oligopolies that bend market power to their will. Efforts to mitigate their market power using current laws in court have had little success. And other efforts to legislate regulation from Washington to unravel their market power has not gone anywhere either. They think that they are untouchable because they have proven so time and again. They used high natural gas prices as an excuse to gouge us on nitrogen prices, but if so, nitrogen prices should plummet as national gas prices have. Instead, they will look for another excuse. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunity, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.